This podcast is for adults only, especially for those who love a cliffhanger. It contains sex, filth, and filthy sex. So, how was it for you, Rick? Um, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> you threw me memes. Sorry. You threw me as well. You just you made that noise, so that's oh, why I was asking. Mimi's just so eager, eager to get back into it. I love a good story. <laughs> yeah, so we're back again. Rick, Hi. you recap the audience on how you ended your chapter last week and couldn't continue it. Really <laughs> Um So, um... The, the gang, as I affectionately refer to them, um, went to the funeral of Paul Magnus. God um, rest his soul. <laughs> yeah. He's now decayed after 13 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, we should hold a minute silence for Magnus. Oh, we've already done that. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over that. <clears throat> He's buried now, it's fine. Oh, Laura. We get to just <laughs> discover why it took 13 weeks to bury him, which is oh, a very long time. I'm sure we might get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope we will. It's police investigation. It takes a while for them to release the bodies. This is the thing. I don't know how I know that, but... <laughs> well, you called out the twin element. So there was the first mention of Miles. Yeah, I'm not bothered about Magnus being dead now, is it? <laughs> Just like Miles. There's a twin, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so... Uh... I'll kill him. <laughs> oh, I bet Miles is going to be totally different to Magnus. And we also met briefly... Uh, Magnus's parents, Joseph and Penelope. Oh, Penny. <laughs> Penny Crayon? <laughs> oh. Penny Finch, is it? It's I like, nice. I like yeah. Penelope, though. I don't Penelope. like to shorten it. <laughs> I, I felt Finch. she's of, uh, of class. Yes, Penelope. Like, you know, Mill Lapa. It's Penelope, no Penelope. darling. You don't, you don't call her Penny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean No, not you. Yes, so <laughs> at the wake, which was being held back at the office, uh, Nicole took a moment to her office. Uh, Dan followed her and um, was ploughing her. What, Laura? La Concha. There we go. And uh, <laughs> Josh came and found them and joined in, in her she's, mouth. She's grieving, so, you know. She's grieving. It's, it's a healing process. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm sure most widows do that in the first... <laughs> 12, 13 weeks yeah. of... Exactly, 13 weeks. I mean, it's, it's near enough three months. Yeah. We all know Emily Cunningham couldn't go that long. No. Well, mm. I don't know. She's had a traumatic experience, hasn't she? She found Maybe it. put her off. Yeah, Maybe. might have. Maybe. The cliffhanger was that somebody had entered the room whilst Nicole was being spit-roasted. Oh, I bet it's fake. Can we place bets before you start? Yeah. I like yeah. the bets. Pounds in. Emily. I think the brother... Um, Miles. 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 Miles and Magnus Finch. Hmm. Good ringtone. Ringtone? Ring. <laughs> I'm just going to call me. M- 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 Magnus and Miles Finch. M- 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 Magnus and Miles Finch. Um, <laughs> Love that ringtone. Hmm. It's my best. I'm just downloading it right now. It's a frog, to be honest. <laughs> I bet it's... Um... Finch, 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 Finch. <laughs> I bet it's Rebecca. Ma, 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 Magnus, ma, ma. <laughs> Yeah, it can't be fair. It'd be you think Rebecca, you yeah. think Emily, Emily, and I'm saying Miles. Okay. <clears throat> no one says someone new. Let's go. 
Leave us, said Nicole sternly. The two guys scrambled to pick up their clothes and headed to the boardroom across the hallway to get changed. Mm. Fuck, 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 Daniel mumbled as he scurried down the corridor. Don't worry, reassured Josh, as they entered the seclusion of the boardroom. Still trying it on. It's a shame we didn't get to finish off though, right? (laughs) Said Josh, with a glint in his eye. Yeah, gasped Daniel. glistening in the eye. <laughs> it would be hard to wash out. It's always Laura. Why <laughs> wash? Well, we're both here and this door has a lock on it. Ooh. I see you're still hard as a rock. <laughs> okay, laughed Daniel. Ooh. Josh remained silent and fixed his face onto Daniel, only raising a single eyebrow. Uh, well, what are you proposing? Daniel nervously said. Whatever you're comfortable with, answered Josh sensitively. Hang on, I'm going to do a meme here. Yeah. What's what happening with the guy at the door? Who was it? Why? Oh, it could be a woman. Get this woman sexy stuff out of the way so we can find out. You're not yeah. interested in right, that, are you? Yeah, high five. Oh, Come on, get out of the way. But I actually thought, I reckon you're probably right, it is Miles. Because... because he said, or she said, oh, leave us. Didn't take you long to. Well, well, well. Mm. You waste no time. Yeah, I don't think Emily or Rebecca would say that. No, no. I don't say it to, to the boss. boss. Well, what are you proposing? Daniel Nevsky said, "Whatever you're comfortable with." Answered Josh sensitively. Mm. You're like a penis flytrap. <laughs> you got that. Oh, well done. A what? Chuckled Josh. <laughs> I swear, it's a movie reference, said Daniel, trying to avoid further embarrassment. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but in for a penny and all that. Mm. Come here then. Josh walked towards Daniel with one hand forward, pushing onto Daniel's pecs, guiding him to walk backwards. Have you just copy and pasted the last chapter that you wrote? <laughs> Until his back was up against the wall. Shh. <laughs> Nobody noticed. He planted a single kiss on his lips and slowly trailed his hand in a southerly direction, down his torso, rippling over his washboard stomach, before slowly kneeling before him. Oh. Thirteen weeks ago. <laughs> Interview resumed at 18.57. Thank you for your patience, Nicole. Let's pick up from where we left off. Ooh. Tell me about your relationship with Miles Finch. Ooh, okay. Prepare for a lot of dialogue. <laughs> <clears throat> You prepare. I want to hear accents. Where's Miles from? I reckon he's from China. <laughs> but they're twin brothers. They're separated. separated. <laughs> what would be the hardest accent for Rick to do right now? Straight, probably. <laughs> I quite like you to do um, new, a Kiwi. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> or South African. That's, that's really hard. That's, that's mm-hmm. really hard. Tell me about your relationship with Miles Finch. We were like best friends. Sometimes we clicked more than Magnus yeah, and I did. I bet. He was so much like his brother, but at the same time, he was everything Magnus wasn't. He was fire. He was ice. Totally impulsive. Totally unpredictable. So unpredictable. And an absolute cunt. <gasps> you used that word again. Two weeks in a row. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> Tell me more. What happened? I met Magnus through Miles. Me and Miles went way back. Uh, We first met when I lived in America. 
Oh. In the pawn. The pawn. Oh, God. That's why she got rooster jaw. Nicole started sobbing. Well, I'm sure if you don't know it already, it will come out, so it's best you hear it from me. Mm. I used to star in blue movies in the US. I used it as a way to pay for my college fees. Miles was the producer on the majority of the films I was involved oh. in. It was his label. Mm-mm. Does that mean Magnus knows as well? He must. He must have done. If Miles was a producer, if they they got introduced through that as well, he was the guy to keep on side, and he was very charming and easy on the eye. There's a standard way girls interview for roles in the industry. Sleeping with the boss. So Miles tried me out on one of the sets. I won't lie, it was amazing, and it wasn't forced. He, of course, used the pretense of, we need to know how you look on the camera bullshit. (laughs) We had sex a few more times after that, but always under the charade of it being professional. Mm. He was a very hands-on producer and would often show the male stars the angles and the positions he wanted by doing the stunts himself. Angles and position. Angles. Angles. (laughs) Angles. The angles and the cankles. He just wants to try out the girls. Mm, Sounds like a perv. Sounds like a nasty piece of work to me. Not like Magnus. It was a couple of years later We grew even closer After a relationship I was in with the co-star ended He was not for an industry award For best erotic film of the year (laughs) It was to be the last film I starred in And it was called Mossy Jaw 2 (laughs) The penis flytrap His brother attended the evening With us at the award ceremony It was in some swanky venue All glitz and glamour I was wearing a very skimpy dress. Commander, of course. You had to be the part, you see. They take it really seriously. It was that night, the first time I met Magnus, we exchanged several glances. And the first time we locked eyes on each other, I knew he was the one for me. The love was instant. I knew I had to quit the industry if I was ever going to be with him. Mm. We talked on and off through the night, and I was hooked. And I think he was too. Miles didn't win the award, so you can imagine he was pissed off. The event held a free bar and he was knocking the whiskies back like water. He was soon becoming an embarrassment. I thought it best to drive him home. I had stayed sober all night as I didn't drink back then. The accident. I think this is the, mm. the longest that you, someone's ever talked in the podcast with no one interrupting. Accident, you think? Mm. I had to prevent him from making a complete tit of himself in front of all of his peers. I bundled him into his car and started driving, constantly thinking of Magnus and trying to think how I was ever going to tell Miles I was quitting. In his drunken state, he was mouthing off, blaming me for not winning the award. (laughs) How could we win, he was saying, when the lead girl has a rancid clam, hairy tits and a flat arse. Oh my God, he's a nasty, horrible piece of shit. Do you like Miles now, Laura? No. See, no, Rick's ruins my blood. 2-1, I should think. I know he didn't mean it, but I wanted to hurt him back, so I didn't hesitate telling him I was quitting. He didn't take it well. I was scared what he would do when I told him the reason behind leaving. Like I said before, he could be fire and ice, but I owed it to him to make sure he heard it from me. It probably wasn't the best time to come clean, Come clean. <laughs> she comes clean a lot in the order. <laughs> but he kept shouting at me, Why? 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 So I told him why. He went silent and still. I didn't know what he was thinking. I kept driving. I was just entering his town. I was desperate to get him home and to bed. And that's when it started. <laughs> Sorry. Nicole took a minute to compose herself. Oh. <laughs> I think we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a lot to take in. 
There's a lot going on here. Yeah. What do we think happened? Some. I don't know. Some kind do you think of, he got abusive? Probably some kind of accident, and then Miles probably something happened to him. He lost a leg or something, and then he got scarred <laughs> or defaced. Turned into a pirate. <laughs> yeah, lost an eye. I, I I don't know where this is going. No, it's, it's very intriguing. Yeah. I hope there's some sex at the end of it. It's what we're all here for. He started to abuse me verbally, physically, sexually. Oh. Of course, I shouted. I yelled for him to stop and get off me. I was trying to bat his arms away. And that's when it happened. He appeared from nowhere. I tried to break, but it was too late. I was too close. As much as I tried to swerve, it was inevitable. I hit a cyclist. Oh, ten points. Sorry. No, I like Poor it. Me. She's on 97 now, aren't you? You're doing well. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't see the cyclist because they didn't have a helmet on or maybe no lights or high-vis jacket. <sighs> to be honest, they're a pain in the arse. Like, on a Sunday, you're driving yeah. along, there's a whole freaking line of them. <laughs> Does my head in. I've got no so, time for them. No. So, yeah, so carry on. Stupid lycra. <laughs> Actually, there was a naked bike ride the other day. What, in Colchester? Hmm. Really? Yeah, on Saturday. Where were they? <laughs> they started. <laughs> Where were you, Laura? <laughs> Where were you with your binoculars? Of course, you're not there. <laughs> what is it night? No, it was in the daytime. But ironically, oh. they started at Jumbo. <laughs> totally naked. Yes, totally na- naked. But they're quite old people. Oh, oh, I knew no, they did one in London, but I thought it was probably a bit too. Don't like the idea of sitting on a saddle. With... It's going to be sore. Oh, yeah, it's sore mm. enough with clothes on. Cycling. Oh, yeah. It would make you a bit horny if you're a girl. You reckon? Because, you know... Okay, phone's good. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're it's naked. Horrible. You've got something between your legs. You're ripping your legs off. Well, the pan, there's only one woman <laughs> okay. in, the, in the... Would you slip off the seat? <laughs> Is that what you say to us? <laughs> well, I've never actually tried it. It'd be like one of slipping slides. I'll try it and let you know. I bet there's loads of perverts watching as well, just queued up. There were some people... No, Laura wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know about this event. <laughs> but if you were there, you'd be there. You'd be in the bike sheds watching and you're sniffing the saddles. Oh, oh. Champagne? <laughs> but maybe you saw it, though. I didn't see it, but um, I, I know someone who went to it and told me about it. So was it a friend? Was it you? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> How do you know they were old people? Were you on the bike? No. Were I, you the only one? They took, they took photos. Were you the bike? No, I wasn't on the bike. <laughs> Who took photos of you? Sorry? Who was taking photos of you? No, the, no one was taking photos of me. Like the Gazette? <laughs> the police? I, it's, actually, I think it's standard. No, I think it's probably in the Gazette because it was, it was advertised in the Gazette. Wow. Yeah. Things have changed since I left that town. <laughs> Making out the date. I don't know, apparently so. We'll go next time. Both genders? Yes, but only there's only one woman taking part, Laura, the rest were men. Make up the numbers. <laughs> go on. Very strange. Step up for Why is there only one woman? I don't know, I don't know what they were protesting about. It was a protest. Clothes, probably. It's <laughs> <laughs> a naked cycling protest. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting what I mean. What? Well, no, they had like a sign saying why they were doing this naked bike ride. What? So they're not only were they naked riding bike, but they were also holding a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were. Did it was no like... one tell them there's other ways to protest rather than <laughs> naked well, cycling? Maybe on drugs. Just... <laughs> I don't know if I really believe this. I think you just had a weird dream last night. 
<laughs> after the podcast, I'll show you the photos. Oh, oh it's kind of threatening. <laughs> Sorry, oh Rick. God. Anyway, you were saying the accident. Uh, I hit a cyclist, Mason Rodriguez. <laughs> Sorry. Although, Mason Rodriguez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Although the inquest found me not guilty, if he hadn't have been doing that, I might have had more time. Nicole, it's okay. Take a minute. We know of the case. The toxicology report showed he was full to the brim of alcohol and class A's. He had no lights on the bike, no safety gear. See? Witnesses saw Told him you. ride straight into the road. Sadly, he was an accident waiting to happen. It's not the point. If I hadn't have been distracted for that one brief moment, there could have been a chance. Anyway, from that night, Miles and I had a deal. A deal which was upheld until recently. He knew he was to blame for what happened to that guy. And he also knew he was guilty of sexually assaulting me. I told him I wanted a clean break. I didn't want him in mine or Magnus's life anymore. He was to remain silent about ever having sex with me and I wouldn't blab about the attempted rape in the accident. It seemed simple enough for the first few years. All went to plan. This is so serious. Mm. It's really serious. I married the man of my dreams and I was free of that lech. As Magnus and I became more and more successful, I received a letter from him. He wanted that money. Really, yeah. mm. Sorry. Yeah. Stupid brother. Do you still like the older rapist brother, Lauren? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. You're going to change him in your chapter, aren't you? It's going to turn a new, a new way. Become a born-again Christian. <laughs> yeah, something might change. You <laughs> mm. <laughs> said that with gritted too. Got some plans. Oh, God. Da, da, da. What happens in yours? He wanted money. He had lost control of his life and become an addict. Blackmail was his game now, his leverage being my audition tapes with him that he had kept and he was threatening to send them to Magnus. Magnus knows though, doesn't he? Because he mm, went to the night with the Not orders. that he's been having sex with Nicole though. Yeah, but he knows that she was a... Yeah. Porn star. Mm. Financially, we were well off. I wanted to silence him. I couldn't possibly lose Magnus, so I paid. The only problem being this set of precedent... A few months later, another mm. demand and mm. for more money. Yeah. Then That's again. It. Never negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a terrorist. And porn dumb. producers. Porn terrorists. Yeah. Porn terrorists. <laughs> oh. Pornist. <laughs> then again, a few months later and for more money, the gaps mm. in time narrowed and the amounts mm. increased. And then the text started. I didn't know what I was going to do. Hi. <laughs> Are you love? Guess what I want. Not more naked pictures. Yeah. Naked dick pics. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. I couldn't carry on like this with the stress of not knowing what was coming next. I was getting ready to come clean about everything. But then, a few months ago, my anguish was resolved. I had a call from his, cell, from his cell phone. Magnus was away, so I answered it. At first, I thought it was him. Magnus? No, Miles. Although they even sounded alike. They often got mistaken for each other on the phone. It was a hospital worker from the States. Miles had passed from a cardiac incident or something, and I was the last person he had texted, so they called me as he had no next of kin on his record. I lied, and I told them that he had no family left. How was yours and Magnus's relationship after his death? Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, yeah, Miles is... So Miles, she thought Miles was dead, but he was at the funeral. No. Oh, I, I've not said that Miles was at the funeral. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, another brother. There was two people in the car, mm-hmm. both unidentified. And Penelope said, I know that Magnus would have been furious that um, his brother isn't here to support you. Oh, okay. I remember now. But Nicole has so now... Sorry, it was a week um, ago. Nicole has now told... <laughs> Well, the hospital worker from the states that he has no family left, so I'm guessing Nicole hasn't told anybody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so heavy. <clears throat> How was your and Magnus's relationship after his death? Well, I couldn't tell Magnus about Miles passing. Not to begin with. As far as Magnus was concerned, he had cut all ties with us years ago. Me then getting this information would result in skeletons falling out of closets everywhere. The guilt of it slowly ate away at me. I would pick fights with him. I mean, we always bickered, but these were explosive. Now I get at the funeral because they don't know that Miles is dead. Mm-hmm. Then that lead up to the biggest argu- then that led up to the biggest argument we ever had, the day before Magnus died. He knew. He knew everything. Miles had sent him the video before he went on his final drinking binge. Mm. Oh. Magnus had, had ignored it for ages. Then he said he finally gave in to temptation and watched it last week and cut his overseas excursion short to come back to have it out with me. Have it off with me. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole started to cry again. I've never seen him look so disappointed and so sad. He kept saying how he had nothing to live for anymore, how Miles had tainted everything. He couldn't believe I'd gone through what I had alone and at the hand of his twin. He felt responsible. He couldn't understand why I couldn't have trusted him. He said he needed to be alone. I disagreed. He started on his Japanese whiskey collection from which he had been collecting for some time. I begged him to stop. It felt like the beginning of Miles' demise all over again. But the more I begged, the more he drank. There was just no bargaining with him. He said it was me that drove Miles to his grave and it would be me that will drive him to his. Mm-hmm. I felt it best to leave. My being there was agitating him even more. But I asked him to promise me that he would do nothing stupid or untoward. His reply was the only stupid thing he'd ever done was marrying me. Aww. With that, I left totally destroyed. I went home and polished off a bottle of chili and chardonnay. Laid on the settee <laughs> with the TV on. Chili and chardonnay? Not that I was watching it, it was just for the voices. Almost like a comfort blanket. And I must have passed out. Then I woke to my phone ringing. I missed the call, but I had a text from Magnus, and it had the voice message attached, which I showed you earlier. Nicole started to sob once more. For the purpose of the tape, the voice message was Magnus saying the following. This is the final goodbye. There is no other way. I don't blame you. I love you, Nick. Mrs Turner, you've shown great strength. Thank you for your total cooperation. So they're sort of trying to make out that... There's a lot of dialogue. It's good, Rick. Yeah. It's almost too good because we're like, I can't help but just listen. It's like story time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you got any more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more. Um, uh, me and Rob are like, Dad's got his hand up somewhere, point, wasn't he? Mm. He's had his interview, hasn't he? Yeah, but first in Nicole's house. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, This next bit I just need to quickly reword in my head because I did it and I didn't save it and now it's gone. Oh. Uh, several weeks passed and the police declared that with all the evidence supplied to them that there was no evidence of suggestion or any other 
causes of parties involved. This was suicide. Oh. Mm. He stabbed himself with a sword. Well, the, the, there is a thing. The Japanese used to do that. Suicide. Madness, though. There's easier ways to do it. Present day. Mm. Well, thanks for that, said Daniel as he caught his breath. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Love Brilliant. it. Literally any time, Dan. Josh replied, hoping that he'd be allowed to shorten the name of the man he can't stop thinking about. The man who he'd started to develop feelings for. Aww. He's got a little crush. Dan crush. Who do you reckon that woman was earlier? Oh. Questioned Josh. It was a woman. Not a clue, said Dan, as they both started to redress themselves. Maybe it's Penelope. They know her, though. They saw her earlier, didn't they? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, maybe it could be Alice. Is that her old love? Mm. Yeah. I thought it was Alicia. Alicia, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they I'm both changing names. <laughs> they both headed back to rejoin the crowd downstairs. As they passed Nicole's office, they slowed slightly to try and eavesdrop. Mm. I see you're keeping those jars of yours in good condition. <laughs> Oh, it's a redneck. Alicia, what are you doing here? exclaimed Nicole. I came to offer my condolences after hearing the sad news. Oh my god. Alicia's back in the picture. I would have been at that service, but the flowers delay, and then the queues at immigration. I can't do the accent. I really can't do this. Can I just apologise to all our American listeners? She's gone a bit northern. <laughs> She's ash. Oh. I'm just going to read it again in okay. a normal accent and you'll just no, have to... No, you'll do it properly or not at all. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> just... Well, fuck my laugh. <laughs> no, I really can't. No. I came to offer my condolences after hearing the sad news. I feel like I've lost her now. Oh. oh. I feel like a bit of her's, like, not in the room. Oh, severe. It's good. It's good. Carry on, Rick. <laughs> in the accent. Yep. But the flight was delayed and then queues and immigration. Well, fuck my life. Anyway, sugar, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like oh, a southern like lass. Oh. She was... She did have a southern accent. She is southern yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was good. She is southern Excellent. belle. It's so good to see you. So happy you want to flip me on that desk and have your way with me too. <gasps> Ooh. Nicole chuckled. <laughs> that was just for comfort. Hmm. You know me, Leash. Old habits die hard. Come downstairs, get some refreshments. You must be exhausted. It must have been years since you last saw Magnus. Nicole continued. Quite the contrary. God. <laughs> Quite the contrary. In fact, I saw him and Miles having a gym wag in his office at the studio about four months ago. Mm. Nicole didn't react to this, but casually nodded. Four months ago? That was the start of Magnus's trip to Ethiopia. What was he doing in LA? And why had he not mentioned it? She knew there was more to this story and had every intention to pick at this thread later on. Of course, you'll be staying at mine tonight, Leash, propositioned Nicole. Mm. That's okay, sweetie pie. I don't want to put you out. I made reservations at some hotel. <laughs> Rubbish. I won't hear of it. Besides, I'll be glad of the company and we can have a good catch up. I bet. <laughs> I love the accent. I love the accent. It's it's the congregation was complete again with everybody back in the lobby. I'm just imagining her look like Dolly Parton. <laughs> 
Hope she's wearing a cowboy yeah. hat. <laughs> and boots. Yeah. Chaps. <laughs> well, all but one. Alone in the CCTV room, sat with her earphones in, firmly glued to the screens in complete Natalia. disbelief. She desperately scrambled to get her phone out. Shit, shit, shit. Come on, pick up, pick up, pick up. Hello, <laughs> said a gruff voice. <laughs> Time for a report, she said. What's going on? It's Natalia. Talk, replied the voice. Well, she bought it. The dead gone perfectly to plan. It was rehearsed enough. It should have done. <laughs> Wait, you said had. All the months of planning and meticulous organising, all that effort, oh, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Talk. Alicia is here. Who? Mm. The ex-girlfriend. Silence befell the conversation. Are you still there? said Natalia, frustrated. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Don't answer me, Natalia said, becoming increasingly infuriated. Magnus, she saw you with Miles in LA at the abduction. End of the chapter, bitches. Say that, say that last bit again. There's a lot to undo. What was the last line she saw you? Oh, I don't know, I've just closed it. <laughs> she saw you, Magnus, with Miles. So she's talking to Magnus? Magnus, she saw yes. you with Miles in LA at the abduction. Yes, 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 yes. At the abduction. What the double deuce is going on? I bet Miles wasn't actually <laughs> dead because she just, Nicole just had a phone call. I bet. That but now Bob, he's dead. Yeah, yeah now so Miles too. is dead. Magnus's place. Mm. My God, Rick. Very My God. well written. Hey, well done. Brilliant. Thanks. Sorry, it was a, a lot of. You put so much in there for us to think I about. I know, it's unbelievable. I don't know where I'm going to go with that. So many plots and twists. It's just this whole web going on. I know, I definitely watch too much EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more interesting than EastEnders. Oh. So, um, I just have to wait for another week. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> At least we know what the accident was now. I like that. Yes. Got a few answers. and But more questions than answers, I think. That's what I was kind of hoping for. I wanted to tie off some of the ends, you know, because this is kind of a halfway point now in the in the book. Chapter six. Hmm. I was hoping after hearing a lot about them in the first part of your story, we'd hear more about Rebecca and... Bethany um, and Emily. Yeah, I, I liked all that. That was funny. Mm, yeah. Mm. But I'm sure someone else can continue it. Yeah, I need to avoid <laughs> doing having Alicia in mind because... Oh, the accent. You just want to do the voice. <laughs> Make a mute, that's what I do. <laughs> I like that, the mute Russian. I lost the power of speech. <laughs> oh, have you got a, a chapter title for Laura? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, just simply, The Return. Oh. Oh, the Meg. Turn out the Meg. Return of the Meg. Get 
us on Facebook via We Write Sex. Instagram, We Write Sex. We're on Twitter at We Write Sex. And there's the old-fashioned email, wewritesex at gmail.com. Mm. Until next time. Toodle pips. Ta-ra. Adios. Ciao.